When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, Yo, presented good. by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR. We sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. We're back. That was a real hockey game that counted, by the way. If you were wondering, this was not preseason. I know you might be confused, but that is the Chicago Blackhawks' real lineup. The one that they're going to ice every game. They have chosen to do this to themselves. 81 more times. It's going to get worse for them, too. Not yeah, better. I thought Jonathan Taves was actually one of the few players that looked like he was anything remotely close to an NHL player. Well, she said it. We were talking. She's like, Seth Jones looks like he's trying to. Patrick Kane looked checked out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Seth, Seth Jones was working hard. He like Seth, yeah. Seth Jones actually, he, uh, he broke up that entry on the power play where it was like, uh-oh. We're about to see a highlight, and then Seth Jones played hard, and that sucked. And look. But the rest of that. Yeah, it was rough. There's Sam Lafferty cares. Sure. Josh Manson didn't care. Josh Manson didn't <laughs> seem to appreciate it very much, but I'm, I was surprised what a bad fight that was. It was, was it was more of a wrestling match yeah, than, than a it fight. It was like, yeah. like Manson lost his footing immediately, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, these fights never recover and go well. <laughs> as much as Goon wanted us it to was believe. Like, credit to TNT for getting that shot, though. How rarely do they actually catch the whole like interaction? Oh, yeah, true. The shake is always my favorite yeah. part of fights. Like, <laughs> Let's do this, and the guy's like, yeah, okay, and then it's like, all right. <laughs> uh for the rundown of the game here, I'm we're not going to do 60 seconds because that just ends up being a mess. But, all right, I mean, you can time it, but if I don't make it, I'm not going to be upset. Honestly, the best part of the game for the Avs was the first 10 minutes, and they didn't even score a goal. I mean, they were, like, stupid dominant through the first 10 minutes of the game, and it just didn't matter because they missed it wide or Mrazic made a nice save, things like that. But they eventually broke through, scored two in the first period. The only real negative of the game for the Avs was their penalty kill, which gave up both of the goals that they had. One in the first period is what it is. Uh, a total, total breakdown on the first goal for the Avs and the, on the penalty kill defensively. But the game never really felt close, regardless of what it said on the scoreboard. The Avs were always healthily in control <laughs> when they got power play opportunities of their own. Lekkinen, Nichushkin just buried that team. Coasted to a 5-2 final, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, at, at points they were genuinely globetrottering to the level of, like, unnecessarily fancy. It got out of hand. But they won, and it was easy. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Who do you guys want to start with? Should we, should we just start from the top? No, I mean, we got a super chat asking about Georgiev. I mean, Thank I, you I know that we normally chat, do Daniel. super chats late, yeah, super chats later. It just worked like, out this way. Yeah, yeah, like we might as well just start here, man. Much appreciated for the $7. Uh, he looked fine. I, I don't think he looked great, but it 
it was well in hand. Does anybody have a problem with the two goals that he gives up that has he has no chance on? No. So I will say I thought he looked bad on the first goal, but him looking good, that's still a goal. Like, it doesn't matter if he slides across a little bit more aggressively. because yeah, and it's still an empty net. Right, like, yeah. That, uh... It's such a tough game to even, like, read anything from him. Because yeah. did he even face, like, any decent shots? Like, it didn't seem like it. Which, I mean, I guess he's got to get used to that. That's probably what he's going to see most of the year. But, you know, I mean, there's I, I'm still going to be, like, 15 to 20 starts for him this year yeah. that look like this. And I'm I'm still getting a read on him as a goalie to, like, understand how he works and things like that. Because yep. at times it looks like he's still, like, uncomfortable in that and doesn't I, quite... Yeah, you know, know know what Parkalo wants from him yet, which is yep. what I anticipate seeing over the next couple months. Yeah, it's and, and look, it, it's pretty clear. I think at times he was kind of fighting to see pucks at times through the Avs defensive setup, and as we've said a million times, goalies are going to have to adjust to the way defenses play in front of them. Talk to their defensemen, get them to play they want it to be. There's going to be some of that messiness, without a doubt, as, as he transitions into the Avs' main goalie. Um, but it, if you have any complaints about him tonight, weird choice. Weird choice. Yeah, for sure. Like You could like nitpick a few things, but it's like the two goals that he gives up have <laughs> nothing to do with him. He stops everything else. He's not really tested. The there, I think the Blackhawks had one shot in the first 10 yeah, minutes was, of the second period. It was period. bad. Like, <laughs> That got them to five. And so it was like, uh, he really didn't have to start doing anything until the abs had built up the 4-1 lead. And, like, I tweeted out, I was kidding, but not. Like, Alexander Georgiev has to be, like, shell-shocked. Like, that was an NHL game. Like, I just backstopped a team that gave up no meaningful shots on goal for 45 minutes coming from a New York team that got yeah. shelled every like that, night. <laughs> both of those goalies have like for the most, most of Georgiev's career, he has been under siege Yep, more often than not where he's just like back there, just surviving. And yep. this is, this is a different environment. We talked about, Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, Oh, the, the Colorado's defense will make him look so much better. And it's such an easier job. And it is an easier job. But it's also a unique job because your workload is so inconsistent. You'll go 10 minutes without anything happening in your zone. Yep. And that's that's one of those that's one of those things that like it's harder it's it's harder to do than we would think cuz you have to stay focused. You're like, "Oh, how hard is it to do nothing?" But then when something happens, you've got to be on your game. It's easier for Peter Morazic at the other end seeing a shot every 35 yeah, seconds. To stay in it. Yeah, yeah, to stay engaged because he's he's got to be sharp beginning to end. Otherwise, his team is getting dog walked. I think that's why Calgary 2 will be a very interesting test for Georgiev. If he gets the start, too. I fully expect probably will be, be Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Which <laughs> feels like, yeah. like setting him up to fail, to be honest. I, I thought Frankie would get the start tonight with the banner being raised. Well, like, I thought I thought he would get the start tonight knowing that they're going to Calgary tomorrow. Right, to give Georgiev the greater test. Like, give him the challenge. Yeah. But that's the that's it also speaks to the faith that they have in Frankie that they're like we're fine with this. We'll go to Calgary tired on a back to back like against a team that's for its home like knowing that they're probably going to need a good goaltender performance tomorrow from Absolutely. from Frankie like it says a lot about the faith that they have in him. Hey, 
we're comfortable. We'll, we're riding with them. Mm-hmm. I do want to move on to talk about Kale McCarr. Did have two assists. Ultimately, on the score sheet, not going to come up as super impactful, but it took him, what, seven minutes into this season to make people look like I look when I'm trying to walk around in heels? Like, (laughs) I just shattered Tyler Johnson's ankles, like, in three different directions casually. If Tyler Johnson wasn't making, what, like, five million or whatever (laughs) it is this year, like, would he be here? Like, this this has to be such a what the fuck for him, right? (laughs) Not a good time, yeah. Yeah. Unless that contract ended and I just forgot. But no, I don't think it did. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Either. That's why he's still there. Yeah, because, I mean, that's that has to suck, dude. Like, you're playing, like, you go from competing at the highest level for the majority of his career, and now he's on this bottom feeder getting put on the <laughs> wrong end of a highlight reel by Kale McCarr. Like, man, it's one thing It's one thing if you're playing for a great team for in games that matter and you yeah. care about it and, like, a guy makes a play like that. It's another where you're just like, oh, that happened to you. That was embarrassing. And your front office is like, yes. <laughs> just like that, Tyler. Kirby Doc's like, now you know how I feel. Yeah, Kirby, <laughs> Kirby Doc's in Montreal. Like, I am <laughs> never thinking Team. about that guy again. <laughs> Stakes were a little higher in Doc's case, I think. I think so. <laughs> it's a fair. But it's, it's, it's silly. And AJ, you and I talked about this as the game got going. Because the NHL season I mean, technically started last week, but properly started last night. Yeah. And you're watching those games. You're like, these guys are moving pretty fast. It's Dude, a- Vegas really stood out to me. I was like, look how quick this Vegas team is. And then the Avs rolled Just up into this kidding. game, and it was like, oh, There's, okay. There is still another level. Yeah. When Colorado was vibing, that first seven minutes of this game, when Colorado was feeling it. They are still on another plane of existence from other NHL teams. And, like, I completely understand that this is Chicago (laughs) and that the Blackhawks are awful. But look at the rest. Look at how the rest of the game went. Yep. Like, Colorado, Colorado, when it is really feeling it and it's feeding off that energy and is locked in. I mean, those first seven minutes, they were just you're watching it and you're like, I can't believe more people didn't pick these guys to repeat. <laughs> I can't help but feel like McKinnon is a driver of that, too. It feels like so much of how the team performs as a whole is relying upon how McKinnon takes the game into his own hands. I'm, I'm, like, we've been talking about, like, Nathan McKinnon, like, winning the heart. And, like, <laughs> whatever, right? But well, I feel like Nathan McKinnon is here to, like, he's like, all right, now the job really begins. I mean, and, and like, look at this game. They play insanely well for the first 10 minutes don't get a goal what's the play they go to to get it across the line nathan mckinnon floats out to the point does his little wrister play and makes it work what do you say he he just makes it work he finds a way to be better than everybody else and granted great tip by cogliano on that play horrible goaltending by peter morazic on that play but it worked yeah i mean that's a weird tip but like what the (laughs) <laughs> the over-under on his shots on goal before the game were four and a half, and I was like, oh, he's going to crush that. And I think he had like seven. So I'm going to pick him on the over 70 of the 82 games. When you have to put the over at like you got to get to five, then that's when you know this guy's just shooting a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody else's over-under is either one and a half or two and a half. <laughs> yeah. And Nathan McKinnon, four and a half. You're like, oh, boy. Uh, I, just, I think he's ready for, 
like some. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be like a world star video, and him against the NHL. You you say that, but the guy who had four points tonight was Miko Rantanen. That's not gonna be. I mean, that's just Miko being Miko, <laughs> man. That's, this this is the quietest moose in history. <laughs> you don't. He's like Ninja Moose. Like you don't hear him creeping up on your house, and then he just runs through it, and all your shit is wrecked. <laughs> And it's the reason we love him. Like, it's not to be understated how reliable a recipient Mika Rantanen is of Nate McKinnon's game. He's not only a reliable recipient, yeah. but what he chooses to do to drive play after he receives the puck just allows it to advance in a way that only Miko can quietly do. Yep. Uh, we, we kind of already talked about Chicago's first goal. The penalty kill system's clearly still a work in progress. Uh, three guys defending one guy when you're down a guy. Not good. You can no. say it, Rudolph. A lot of guys. <laughs> you can say who did, who did some things. Oh yeah, I, I posted both PK goals. Both defensemen were on the same side of the ice on both of them. Well, it's just more an observation than anything. And everyone's like, LOC is at fault for both of them. It's I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, he messed up. LOC but, messed up on the first one. Yeah, I mean, he definitely messed up. But it's like, but the, you can't PK, have both defensemen on the same side yeah, of the also ice. Also true. Also it's true. It's not a surprise that two guys that play predominantly on the right side and never play together mm-hmm. are both playing like they're yeah. still on the right well, side. Well, and I think I think that was also like EJ did his slide thing that he does. <laughs> and Josh Mans is like, I don't know what to do with that. Like <laughs> this guy he's in he's in my bubble. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> this is my area. <laughs> And then, yeah, so between them, both taking the same side, away from the puck, and LOC also deciding to take the guy in front of the net. Yeah. It was a choice. And then, yeah, dude's wide open, and the net's wide open. I I would say on video sessions for both teams tomorrow, they're both going to highlight the play where the man stands in front of the goaltender and puts his stick there because should probably be covered three goals tonight i believe were two for the abs and one for chicago yeah Yeah. three goals between the two teams ended up being scored on just the simplest like most basic hey guy go to the net and put your stick down and the defensemen's were for the defenseman for each team was just like yeah do that now i will as an excuse for the first one of those that happened, I too would be mesmerized by that passing from the avalanche. Yeah, man. <laughs> because that was just like when you write up a play on the the whiteboard, mm-hmm. that's how it's supposed to be executed. The Avs' first power play goal with literally just tape to tape to tape to goal. Like, what do you? You cannot execute it any better than they did as yeah. far as a, a power play on the run like Scoring that. Scoring is always out of control for like the first month of the season. Yeah. And then teams we, realize We said this last year, it and yeah. it lasted 82 games. Yeah, I guess that we'll see if that happens. I don't think that happens again, but... Look at the other we'll games see. tonight. Yeah. In, you know, 5-4, Seattle and Anaheim in a barn burner. What the... F- there are two teams that can't score. Run it back to 5-3 now. Yeah, I think they got the empty yeah, netter. 5-3, yeah. the Edmonton-Vancouver game. Yeah, it's like... Yep. We're in for a lot of goals again. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was deceiving. Yeah. This is the real world now. <laughs> it counts. Learned a lot about Moose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Morgan was giving us, like, National Park PSAs. Like, oh. Neat. 
They are they are faster and more dexterous than tourists realize. <laughs> I have seen a moose up close. They are they're gigantic Sheep. things. <laughs> I, drove, I drove I drove by one. Yeah. I drove by one going to a friend's house and it was just hanging out in their neighborhood and I drove by it and was like, Jesus <laughs> yeah, Please we, don't chase me. We were up at uh what is it, the lake up in uh, Aspen. They basically shut it down. They're like, there's two moose over there. Yeah. We cannot control these things. Do not come over here. <laughs> we uh, so uh, Z and I drove through Rocky Mountain National Park over the summer, and we got we were like stopped. Yeah, like way up there, and we're just stopped, and we have no idea why, right? And we eventually like look around, and we see yeah, it's just moose. We're just hanging out on the road, in the middle of the road. You're not gonna do anything about that. Mm -hmm. They're not going anywhere. They live on their own schedule. Let them be. At, and I, I do want to get a heat check on the room here. I know the answer, but was this from the time you woke up this morning? Was this game ever in doubt? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> sure. Sure. No. It's the NHL, man. Not in terms of can the avalanche win it, but how the win would happen. Would it be a okay. closer win? I kind of imagined there was some... Something to be said for Chicago wanting to be an upsetting team to the defending title team. And that can always, like, I saw it in some of the Avs' worst hockey years where they would be the team to upset another team. It happens. Uh, when the teams are that far apart in talent, I don't think it happens very often. No. But it does happen. Even when, like, Chicago seemed like for the quality of that team in the third period they were like kind of pushing I was like this isn't happening. it was kind of funny because there was that <laughs> one moment it was 4-2 and there was a tipped puck yeah that just went wide of the net and you were like oh if that had gone in yeah, it's a hockey game like yeah. okay then we'd be in that world but it didn't and you're just like it, we're talking about a scoring just, it wasn't even a shot on goal mm -hmm. like it's, this didn't even get on net and this was like the one push that they had no, it really was not. I mean, it's the NHL. But the NHL is going to have worse teams than normal this year because of the draft riches at the end. For but sure. This is 2014-15 this is all over again, leading into the 15 draft with McDavid and Eichel and Marner and all those guys. And uh, that's, that's what we're in for this year. The bottom of the NHL is going to be this level of bad. San Jose, Philadelphia, Arizona... They're all going to be in this like weird, well, like, and, this, like this weird and, like cage of of. And the thing is, futility. Colorado's in the division with two of those two of teams. them. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's going to be a decent number of these games this year. All right. Well, on that note, we're brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. I'm sure for some of those people, that's going to make you want to drink. Uh, Breck Brew is a great option for you. You can get it down here at the DNVR bar or at your local liquor store. Uh, dozens, literally dozens of flavors of, of Breck Brew to choose from. So there's a beer for everybody. Highly recommend you check them out. And go to breckbrew.com for more info on their beer, all their dope merch. You can check out the farmhouse. They got all sorts of amazing stuff there. We're also brought to you by Game Time. You can go down into the description of this video right now. Click on the, uh, the link we got in there to take you right to the Game Time app where you can get tickets for prices that are up to 60% off where you can find elsewhere. Absolutely great deals. If you want to go to an Avs game against a real <laughs> hockey team, it's a great option to get in there. You also got Nuggets, Broncos. Can't go to Rockies games anymore this season, but you know what? That's okay. 
get tickets to the best sports in Colorado. They're also nationwide. So if you're not from Colorado and you want to go see sports in your hometown, Game Time has you covered. You can download the app today. If you use the link in the description, that helps us out a little bit too. So send some love our way. If enough of you use it, we'll get a little DNVR code so you can just punch it right in and make it easy. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's let's get to our king of the game because the second period, if it's ready, I guess I don't know if it's ready. It's ready. The second period was the lucky period. <laughs> Scored two goals in the period. It was an absolute beast on the top line. It was fun. More importantly than anything, that line was genuinely fun to watch tonight. Yeah, I don't miss Justin Barron at all. <laughs> Honestly, that guy's going to be good, but Arturi Lackanen is... The real deal. Dude, dude, we talked about him in the preseason, that that guy was due for a massive breakout this year. That him living up to his contract should not be difficult. Uh, and, and part of it was because of the way that he fit in with Colorado's best players. Yep. Like, oh, Gabe Landeskog is hurt, and so what they did is they just replaced him with a really similar style of player who's probably a little less physical, but a little faster. So and prototype A1 avalanche guy. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, not that. And <laughs> like the, he just, <laughs> you could see it from the start of the game. Yep. The way that he fits in with them and what he does and the way that, the way that he's attacking pucks and the way that he's getting after and the way he forechecks and oh there was there was one loose puck and there's two Blackhawks players that were on it and Arturi Lekkinen like goes bombing in there wins the puck and creates a scoring chance and it's like I know this is Chicago <laughs> but I know this is Chicago but dude this dude is this dude is about to have that kind of year like, he, I'm, I'll be really curious to see his percentage owned in fantasy go from like because right now it's like 25. <laughs> yeah, it's about to pew, and it's gonna be it's gonna be at like 60 to 80 percent probably by the by the end of next week because he just looks that good and obviously like the three points is whatever but this is is this is a different level for him he's a, he's gonna be on a different level. We've talked about it in the round table, too, that he is such a good natural fit in Colorado. And kind of like McKinnon has looked dialed in in practice and has been playing and game ready for him this whole time. Lekkonen also appeared that way. And I think this is just another way that they complement each other. Like even in that first Dallas exhibition game, Lekkonen had two goals. And so he has already been on this level of hockey before the regular season even started. And I think that's something that both McKinnon and Lekkonen started the game and finished it out with that level of motivation and compete. Yeah, there was no hitch in the giddy up at all for the Avs, right? They came out from minute one to minute 60. Certainly every time the top five, honestly, the first line, Makar Taves, stepped on the ice, you're like, oh, okay, they're just better than everyone else. Got it. Understood. They're just going to be faster, stronger, better. And it wasn't like a close thing. And I get it. I get it. It's Chicago, but it was. It's like an important caveat, but also we understand. <laughs> yeah. That. It, we it, can have this conversation knowing that this. It, but again, knowing that team wasn't very good, you couldn't possibly ask those guys to do more. They finished the first period 
without a single shot attempt against when they were on the ice. Like, <laughs> well, that, that's as good as you could do. It's like a first line. Evan and I talked about it, doing the work of two lines. And that's not a demerit of the second line. It just was representative of what the first line did tonight and the impact that they had over the whole game. Yeah. yeah. We were saying, like, I think as the – without Landy, the top line is going to have to carry a lot of the load until the second line kind of figures things out. And then the bottom six is just kind of like a weird – in flux situation right now with the way it's all set You're up, trying so. to survive right now and, with the yeah. bottom six being what well, it is, really. I mean, I think we kind of saw all of that work its way down the lineup for the Az, right? The second line, not that they didn't have good chances, but, you know, Rodriguez sails one wide. Newhook had good moments, but also had some moments that you'd like to see a little bit more out of him from. So the second line didn't really find it, other than Nachushkin on the power play yeah. being effective. Um, and he, even the goal you get out of Cogs from your, your bottom six, the, the most effective times in the bottom six were the Avs going, let's just throw Mac out there with him and see what happens. Uh, and with that being said, the Avs were very, very comfortable today getting a lead, saying we're better than this team, and just YOLOing out Myers, McDermott, and, and Cogliano or whoever else. O'Connor. Sedlak, like, sure. That's why it's felt like a preseason game because they just were like, we're rolling four. Even with what our fourth line is right now, it's kind of a weird group of players at the moment, but we're just going to roll four lines, and McDermott did fine. I was going to compliment <laughs> the role McDermott played on the fourth line. He, it was just a really punishing line. He had half the ice time as Seth Jones <laughs> laid more hits. And so I'm like, all right, if we're going to play McDermott as our fourth line forward, He's going to punish some guys, and I think that's something that would really endear him to Bednar. Alec Regula learned this the hard <laughs> Dude, way. Dude, that poor kid. That, that poor night. kid had a night, yeah. He has the puck, and McDermott just comes barreling down <laughs> on him, and he's like, I'm going to make a play, and then he just gets swallowed whole. And you're like, well, and this is, what are you doing, like, guys? This is where I can see it. If you're putting merit into Curtis McDermott, if he's going to play like that, as a forward, yeah, it's fine. fine. If he does that as a defenseman, he's going to get out of position. You're going to have right. a whole lot of other problems. But as a forward, totally cool with it. So it worked, certainly against Chicago. No no doubts about that. <laughs> yeah, certainly against Chicago. You're <laughs> like, this is fine. Tomorrow's going to be a little different. Yeah. 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 Would, you, would you be surprised if Bleed slid in for Sedlak tomorrow? Would not be even a little the bit The one surprised. guy with fresh legs? Yeah. I mean, I I feel like everyone's legs are still going to be fresh after that game. There was not much competition on the ice. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a the kind of it's not a very physical game. It was not a very taxing effort for. But I mean, they are getting on an airplane and they are flying all the way to Calgary, and then, you know, it's tougher. So. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, the same time zone, and it's not that bad of a flight, but, I mean, Anton Bleed is not going to make... If you're that swapping in fourth liners, you're not making that much of a difference, so... Yo, I, I've been reading on Twitter for years that that's what <laughs> makes or breaks a good coach from a bad coach. That's what the... And that yeah. this is why they should fire guys. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, RK. Sup, RK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, hey, friends, while he's sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny on I posted something on Twitter I was just like 
just joking about how Blackhawks players have to go through 81 more games of this, like knowing like, oh God, we're going to be so bad. And then one guy, one Blackhawks guy responded, he's like, well, the Avs are just that good. It's not going to be this bad every game. And then a couple of Blackhawks fans respond to that guy like, who's going to tell him? It is going to be this bad. And we want it to be this bad. Yeah, I, I'm glad I don't cover that team this year. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough seeing the CHGO guys just be like. Yeah, shout out to them coming on. This like, is, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this is more or less this what it's going to be. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, RK did get some TV time. That yeah, was cool. my immediate reaction is I like we were watching it and I was like, "Bar!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's. I don't. I. I want to like. Take it a step back here. What are you seriously taking away from this game if you're Colorado? It's over. That's it? It's you over. One no W, inju- that's no, it? No injuries suffered. They're 1-0. Okay. Cool. Same on this side of the room? Only thing is the, the tinkering to be done with the bottom six. Everything else I'm completely at peace with, and tinkering isn't necessarily a bad thing, and those guys were expecting to return to the lineup when they're healthy too, so that will change that conversation, but... Both the third and fourth line, I, you know, if I'm Bednar, I wouldn't be satisfied with where they're at. I would tinker with them a little bit more to see if I can get a little bit more out of both. Evan? Um, yeah, I'm not taking too much from this game other than the fact that you knew your top line can still go <laughs> in there and just roll through any team they really want. And Yeah, I don't know. There's not much to take from this game. We, Like I said, I had no concerns at all coming into today. I knew this game was over before it started. All right. On that note, might want to put some bets down on the Avs over at DraftKings yeah. this year, one way or another. you got to wait for them to lose so that you might get good odds <laughs> on something. It's, it's so tough to bet on the Avs. Yeah, because yeah. right now it's it's not hard to bet on them. It's hard Blaze, to make money on Blaze them. Blaze took three positive bets and won all three of them. Yeah, tonight. and all of them were positive. It was like plus 140. Hey, one of them was plus 190. You can win on the weird, weird prop bets, but you can't just like... It's hard to go straight in abs win. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It is. But you can go over to DraftKings right now and use code DNBR with a new account. Bet $5 on any NFL team to win their next game. And if they do, you get $200 in free bets. Once you get the $200 in free bets, look, that's free house money to play with. You can, you can bet on whatever you want on the abs, whether it's them to win or whoever to be the first goal scorer. I don't think anyone in DNVR had Cogs as first goal scorer, did they? <laughs> no. We had no, pretty diverse, no. but I don't think anyone had Cox. <laughs> uh, it was funny because like it wasn't like we were picking McKinnon and yeah, right. and Miko. Like nobody picked any of those guys, but didn't pick Cogs. So yeah. could have made some big money on that one. Uh, of course, tons of other bets out there. I know everyone's talking about Lecky's quest for thirty, <laughs> uh, Logan O'Connor's quest for fifteen or twenty, depending on who you ask. <laughs> we'll Keep see. going, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see uh, what hits and what doesn't when we get there. But check out DraftKings. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. It's DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And also brought to you by the amazing Hassle Cattle Company. I, I'm trying to think of a way to make a joke about how if... 
Chicago was meat. The Avs really tenderized them or something. <laughs> but he did it. You made the joke. <laughs> yeah. That was not a joke. <laughs> Anyway, one thing comedians are known for is working just, through their process yeah, yeah. on stage with <laughs> their jokes like out. that. There you go. Just just talking through it until they find it. Then they it. tell that joke, <laughs> and everybody laughs, and we move on to the next yeah. attempt. Let's check with chat, see if it landed. <laughs> Either way, Hassel doesn't need any tenderizing. Their wagyu beef, unbelievably delicious. Their sausages, we have them at the uh, the tailgates. You gotta go try them. <laughs> They're super tasty. You can go over there. Use code DNVR20 to get 20% off your order at HassleCattleCompany.com. Get the meat delivered right to your home and cook with the good stuff. Uh, abs are Hassle, Hawks are Burger King. There you go. That's the new hashtag for the year. Let's t- hashtag let's tenderize. Let's t- <laughs> <laughs> it, it's probably better than our initial attempt, which was who gives a fuck. <laughs> I'll take Let's Tenderize. Uh, <laughs> I'll run with it for a week until I forget about it. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, kind of winding things down here. Nichushkin picks up two goals. Yes, it's Chicago. Yeah, like, but talking all this about Arturi Lekkinen and Val Nichushkin Also quietly. scored two goals. Yeah. Has a two-goal night. And it's like, hmm. Well, Val, one of Val's goals was also like, yep, stuck my stick out there. The other one was a good tip, you know, but did rob Lekkonen of potentially tipping in a hat trick. So selfish. Who's who's to say? Selfish. But good return on a couple of guys. Well, right. Two guys that signed brand new contracts come out and ball out for you. And like a natural concern is always how do guys react when they get paid? Yep. Because there are lots of examples across sports of guys just, I got paid. I'm good. Especially in the NHL where contracts are guaranteed. Right. And, like, they yeah, get paid. Eh, I mean, they're guaranteed, but they're not. They are, though. <laughs> but not fully. Because buyouts, they technically get a reduction. But I know what yeah, you're saying. And they still make money. Like they they're, st- Yeah, I, I know. I know. I don't want to get into this argument. It's not worth talking about. Uh, look. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to make sure that I bring it up. I regretted it the second I said it. Okay. Oh. God, it was a mistake. Is, this is my job to be that guy. <laughs> Don't take my shtick. <laughs> it, it, I again I don't have a ton to say on the defense. It was they were good. No complaints other than the penalty kill. Props to Josh Manson for stepping up. And very unnecessarily. Yeah, I, I mean, look, cool, Josh. I I think part of the Avs. Mantra will, that they took say, last dude, year. I, the fights bring out the worst in me <laughs> because, like, my logic brain is sitting here, and I'm like, ah, what if you break your hand at that at the end of a, at the end of the third period in a fight against Sam Lafferty in a nothing game? But as it was happening, I was like, fight! <laughs> like, well, I, it just turns me into such a Neanderthal in the moment. Well, but look, the last year and the Avs made a point to say, hey, we're not going to get pushed around. And yeah, that that's a reinforcement of that coming into this season. Different, though, because... I know. I understand. But I think it sends a message to the NHL that's saying, look, even if you're a team we're handily beating, even if you're bad like the Chicago Blackhawks, they're not going to take any shit. Yeah, I mean, the start, like, the first month last year was fun to watch Landis Cock pick a fight with everybody, <laughs> right? And I don't think it'll be to that extreme. Like, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I thought it ruled. I had, like for whatever reason, I was just like, Neanderthal wins today. This is awesome. Get him. If he wants to throw down, like bring the thunder. All right, great. Like you're trying to show your teammates that you care and that you know that that you're not just gonna give up in a five-two game or whatever. All right, we'll show them right back that you care and that being up five-two doesn't mean you can take any kind of liberties. Cool. Like everybody's just sending messages now. Just make it a better fight next time. The fight was not a fight. Yeah. The aggressive hugging was... That's what worried me more, honestly, was those exposed heads going down to the ice like that. I think I'm too... There's something maternal that comes out in me in fights, and I'm not a huge (laughs) fan. Careful, careful! No, exactly. I can't can't do it. I hate it every minute. I was like, I I understand you're handling your business, Manson, but I wish you didn't do that. (laughs) If you're going to, don't lose your footing at the very (laughs) start. No, exactly. Now your head's exposed, and you're going to fall. Everyone stands up and is all excited for the fight, and then both those guys just immediately, like, fell over. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, this is going The balance was never regained. They kind of hugged each other and wobbled. For the most part. Wobbled. <laughs> yeah, they were not weebles. Because they absolutely fell down. I think you get into a fight with two minutes left in the third period of a game that's over, and you're like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's just go. I, I, look, everyone in chat knows my thinking on it, and that fights are stupid on the look, whole. But. Game one, I'm all for it. Game 75 was you're going into the postseason. Let it go. <laughs> that guy's playing golf in a week. It's fine. <laughs> Game one, you do have a whole season you want to get through. Either way, seemed okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... It seemed like everyone the escaped injury, certainly on the Av side. There was that one scary moment with Anthony Siu on Chicago's side. Yeah. Uh, he seemed fine, though, so that's good. Tried to stay out there, and then yeah, that's, somebody called him over. You took a knee to the head, bro. Like <laughs> We need to at least pretend like we give a shit about head injuries. <laughs> Let's let's take him off and have him miss an offensive zone start. Yep. Look at that punishment. Oh, amazing. Uh, anyway, we got some super chats we can get to. Oh my! Five dollars from Tyler. You gotta. You can't do that to me. You gotta leave him up over there so <laughs> I can read them. Uh, Colorado Avalanche official statement. You're welcome, world, for bringing OG Blink back. P.S. We're not defending the cup. We are playing for the cup. Um. Well, it's both. Yeah, yeah it's kind of <laughs> both. Kind of both. It It is both. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I'm fine with the abs taking credit for putting Blink-182 back together. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm, I'm totally all for it to just like taking the credit and being like, you're welcome, world. Yep. Did it seem like the crowd wasn't enthusiastic enough? Or did I just not get the right crowd shots at the performance yeah. at the beginning? It was hard to tell. We had headphones on, yeah, so we couldn't, we really, couldn't hear really the crowd. And the bar was, like, into it. So the it was, bar yeah. was yeah. very enthusiastic. I felt, like, I felt like the bar was moving. Yeah. <laughs> it was good vibes. I, I didn't even have drugs or anything. But it wasn't. I, I, I thought that the building was swaying it was, with the blink, and I was like, this is with nice. With the blink. It was weird that, like, they brought out Hoppus, and, like, he didn't play an instrument. That was weird. He didn't really sing into the mic. He just kind of like walked around on the red carpet like, yeah, you guys are singing. <laughs> he like pointed at people and was yeah. like, I wrote this song 25 years ago. Like, I'm not even the one singing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sick. $10 from Tony, one of my guys. The Hawks are a bottom feeder, but if we can be as patient on the PP as we were today, it's going to translate into the consistency we've wanted years ago. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, the power play went 
AWOL in the playoffs too. Like they went insane. Yeah, like, they were like thirty something percent maybe in the playoffs. <laughs> like, I it, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to gauge. There's because no winning. Your power play can win you some games, especially against bad teams. Just take the dub. Yep. This power like special teams is one of the things that I like talking about the least because people complain about it all the time. No fan base is happy with their special teams. It is just like the rule of law as a hockey fan. I don't like my special teams. I whine about them all the time. I watch it every day, so I understand how the whole thing works. I hate the drop pass. I hate when McKinnon does this. It drives me crazy when Miko does that. Why is McCarr doing this? And it's at 33%. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's historically high. I don't care. It didn't. It went 0 for 5 that one game, and I am just mad about it, God damn it. And it's just like the thing just won them a game. And I know it's Chicago, but it won them a game. Like, it ruled. Hopefully it rules again tomorrow. Would be nice. PK needs to pick it up, though. Yeah, it can't be going two for three. That unit bad. Or one for yeah. three, I guess, because they gave up two. Because that unit was exceptional in the postseason, yeah. yep. as was the power play. And what happened? Like, that, those units matter, but, like, ah. <laughs> Everybody just is never happy with them. <laughs> like, have we ever gotten a super chat where it was just like, power play rock tonight. Ray Bennett rules. <laughs> <laughs> how how long until we do get somebody who advocates for firing Ray Bennett? Is it what's one it week? A week? Two weeks? Tomorrow, probably. It's just it's like it's like it's like the most like thankless job, right? Like it's like it's like running Department of Player Safety. No matter what, nobody's happy. Five dollars from Josh, who says Cake needs to get some spider tack for his stick. He did lose a couple of pucks today. Uh, but he also was doing dirty, dirty things to people. So, anyway, their power play is going to be great this year. <laughs> Just watch. I want to call him Cake now. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. The dude who's roping people? <laughs> what? No. No. Incorrect. Look, when he's nice, he's Kale. When he's mischievous, he's Cake. All right? When he's mischievous, he's cake. Oh, no, he said sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Sends him into turbo. Uh, And $5 from Chester, who says, at Rudo, size queen. Am I a size queen? I guess. Okay. I don't know. Was that a reference? Yeah, to what something? is that in reference to? I'm assuming it's something I said earlier in the okay. show, but I don't know what that would be in reference to. Um, I don't know. If I am, I guess I am. I'll be whatever I want to be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. 5 2 win. Avs have not lost a game that counts since last June. Since game five. Yep. That was a fun night. Yep. Game five? Yeah. Oh, such a good day. I was talking to traffic cones. <laughs> I don't think it was. World class. Uh, expectations for tomorrow? Worried about the back-to-back? Or Always. Should be a good game. Every year, every year we go into this, and I talk about this, where I'm like, look, teams on the second nights of back-to-backs, against teams who did not play the night before, against a team that traveled uh, on top of that, they just don't do well. (laughs) 
All right, they have that like their winning percentage is like in the 30s. Like they just don't perform well historically. So in that situation, I am always going to be worried about it. Yes, always. You throw in the fact that Calgary's pretty good. You throw in the fact that it's uh, their their opener and that they're going to be all amped up and all. Okay. I don't expect them to win tomorrow. If they do, great. Because they were bananas good last year in that exact situation. They were. They've been bananas good in that exact situation for two years. Where it was like, I think they've lost like once in regulation in that spot. Which is unfathomable. But also one of those things where you're like, this seems like it's not going to continue, right? <laughs> so, at, anyway. Like, I just don't... I don't have expectations. Negativity side of the room. Got it. Is this, are we getting two negatives or are we going to get a positive pull on the room over Always here? Always positive. Okay. I want to bring the focus to special teams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I do want to bring the focus to areas of tonight's game yeah. that I think have more to give and, you know, could probably do this tomorrow night. And that's the decor offensively. And Alex Newhook specifically. That second line. That's a little for bit sure, more to yeah. give. The second live line in its entirety and what I know Newhook wants to prove to this team. I think there's a little more to give, so I'm just looking to some other areas of the, the group for tomorrow night. I think tomorrow's going to be a good test of what we were talking about. This team showed last year they can turn it on when they really want to, and tomorrow is the team that most people think is their competition in the West, and, you know, they kind of had an easy first game. Can they crank it up even more tomorrow, just knowing who their competition is? Kadri's on the other side. You know, there's a lot of stories going into this one. So, um, and more importantly, I think it's just going to be a good game where you have two good teams going at it. So, I'm pretty excited. Yep, it's one of the few games on the schedule that you're really excited for in the first like month of the season. Yeah, because you're like, they go to Minnesota next week, and then the Jets are here, and like division games always matter a little more. But you're talking about Calgary is like that's like the team. I that can't. Like Calgary, Edmonton, like those are two teams that like you really you do kind of like hold yourself against them. Mm-hmm. But it being the second game of the season, you're like, <laughs> calm down. Do we really care that much about this? Cannot wait for the flood of comments on the watch along the first time Kadri falls over, and all these As fans that loved him are suddenly going to be he's such a diver. He is. <laughs> I know. I know. He was his entire time here. It's just going to be funny how how that coin turns. But looking forward to it. Look, when he gets called for diving, it's going to be great. (laughs) I don't know about that, the way the refs are calling these games. Calling them pretty tight. (laughs) The irony being that the last, like, three diving penalties he got in Colorado were all totally fake. And you could have easily called diving on Bowen Byram tonight. But, you know, it's fine. Didn't notice him a lot. He was not super noticeable. I, I would say most of the defense outside of, of Kale was not really that noticeable. Seemed though. really bored. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I not. I will disagree. I thought Gerard was moving around. Gerard, really well. uh, Gerard did show up some. You're right. Yeah. I don't know if that was just because I was specifically trying to keep an eye on no, him. No. But I thought I thought his mobility was really good. And I don't and know who like, it was. That's that he, the Gerard that you like. He laid a charge into someone in the third yeah, period. It was Lafferty. That is. <laughs> it's not. It was not a small man. He yeah. usually goes after yeah, the small right. man. Yeah, right. Yeah. He. Well, the Brincat's gone, so he's yeah. like, I have a new guy. I'm <laughs> I need a new rival. 
Josh Manson will fight him for me. It's fine. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> I think there's enough daddies on the team already. <laughs> there's too many. You need to stop. <laughs> Any final thoughts as we, we wrap this one up? No? This side? All we've heard from Jared Bednar is, I don't know when Gabe Landis <laughs> yeah. is putting on his skates. He knew when <laughs> Gabe Landeskog was getting in skates, and it was tonight. And, you know. Skated around with the cup just fine. Like, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Let's get this thing going. It's a ruse. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's, it's a ruse to give Anton Bleed more games. Oh, yeah. my God. And more of a conspiracy He put theory. on a jersey, too. All those guys. That was weird. They had, like, all the guys. Yeah. Helm yeah. was out there. Yeah. It was definitely odd. Megan, you good? I'm good. Okay. Uh, I guess we're out of here on that. No, we appreciate all of y'all vibing with us. Excited to to get back into the rhythm. Start doing post games on the ring again. That actually matter. <laughs> yeah, get into the yeah, rhythm. Tomorrow we night. Tomorrow. And then three days off. Like, <laughs> not much of a rhythm. Yeah. But, rhythm. You know, he says after after the Finland yep. stuff, the rhythm will actually start yeah. probably. But either way, we love y'all. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same stuff. Pre-game watch, long post game. Tune in. Till then. We'll talk to you on the next one.